Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode here at Fort Worth Roots. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by GW District, a place to shop with small businesses and minority-owned businesses. Go to shopgwdistrict.com. You know you want to help out small businesses by supporting them. You know you want to help out minority-owned businesses. This is the place to do it. ShopGWDistrict.com. If you're the owner of a small or minority-owned business, you need to check it out more than anybody. The owners of GW District understand how difficult it is to get your product in front of relevant customers. GW District is here to help, and they've made it affordable. Go to ShopGWDistrict.com. Check this place out. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by Clean and Clear Lawn and Landscaping. Check them out at cleanandclearlawnandlandscaping.net or now I hear they have a Facebook page, also Clean and Clear Lawn and Landscaping. They're your DFW solution for all of your landscaping needs. They specialize in sod, but they do everything else too. So give them a shot. Check them out. Are you in DFW? Yes. Do you need something done outside with your landscape? Yes. All right. I've got the solution. Steve Morris over at Clean and Clear Lawn and Landscaping did a little promotional video with us. You can see that on uh, our YouTube channel, Fort Worth Roots. Just go to YouTube, type in Fort Worth Roots. Bam, there it is. It's our latest video, and you're going to like it, um, especially if you're in the market for sod. If you're not, you're rolling your eyes right now, but if you've been considering putting new sod in your yard, this is something you're going to want to hear. They have a new sod that I guess came out recently, and it's more drought tolerant and more awesomer than everything else on the market. So that's, uh, that's what you want. Steven's there to tell you a little bit about it. Uh, more information, clean and clear, lawnandlandscaping.net. And that's it. That's the sponsors. Don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcast, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and yes, we have a YouTube channel. Um, provided the cameras don't mess up, um, which happens from time to time, we have YouTube videos for each one of the episodes, even when the camera does mess up. I managed to put something together so that it's on YouTube for you. Um, I wanted to give a special thanks out to our newest patron through our Patreon account, Justin Matinta. Sir, thank you very much. It's always a really awesome moment whenever I see that somebody decided to financially support the show. So from the bottom of my heart, Justin, thank you very, very much. Y'all stay tuned to the end of the podcast. Uh, We finally got enough comments together that I'm going to read through those. It's a short list, but it's a list. So I'm a little excited about that. Stay tuned to the end. Listen to the comments. Thank y'all for being here. My guests today are the owners of 1611 Indoor Golf Club. They are both former high school golf coaches. Their facility is located at 1305 Ranchers Legacy Trail in West Fort Worth. This episode is a little weird. Um, I mean, not weird. It's the format's different. So. You might want to go to the YouTube channel for this one just so you can see what's going on. I shot some video of the inside of the facility, and it's pretty cool. Um, I'm not a golfer, so this was uh, all news to me, but here you can take advantage of the latest in AI-driven practice software used to improve your golf game, or you can just hang out and have fun. more information, go to 1611sports.com. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for BJ and Aaron. Let's start the show. <laughs> spot on, spot on information. Uh, this is kind of a strange setup for me, so I'd, I'm, I'm kind of fish out of water here, but I, I think this is going to work great, and I love the backdrop. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically all the things that you just said are what we have to offer here for Fort Worth. Um, 
Uh, we've been in business for, you know, two and a half years now, almost three years, um, you know, and we're obviously evolving and changing and making sure that the technology that we provide is top notch for, you know, the customers that we have coming in, things like that. Yeah. Well, I'm not a golfer myself, but it looks like you guys definitely have a pretty clean setup. But what all, I mean, I've, I've rattled off some some details there, but for somebody that doesn't really speak golf too much, what, what exactly is it all for? So it's, like you were saying with the technology, it's basically we're putting technology in front of people that's not usually or not really readily available, and it's very expensive, mm-hmm. but it's basically the best of the best. So you can come in, whether you're going to just have a good time and play and enjoy it, or you actually want to dive into it and work on your game, practice, whatever it is with that, you can get as, as detailed and specific as you want with it. Sure. And uh, y'all are the only indoor uh, practice range in Fort Worth? Yes. Correct. I mean, uh-huh. by far. And, I mean, you would have to go to Dallas to kind of see a similar setup. Um, definitely, on, I think there's one that's on a smaller scale, but um, – yeah, so what we're offering, um, you know, everyone always thinks that we're uh, like top golf. Um, and there is some of that aspect to it. You know, we do have games that the customer can play um, while they're here, but a lot of it is um, driven by te- the technology, which is what the PGA is using. And so, you know, with that, you can have just the fun experience of playing around a golf on some of the courses around the world. Um, but then if you're one of those people that, really like to dive into the data a little bit deeper. Um, the technology is, you know, there's so many data points that we can pull from it and send reports at the end of that, look at video analysis and things of those nature. Um, and then Aaron is director of instruction. And so, you know, with the technology, he's, he's able to do things like club fitting, um, which is very accurate because we can look at the data plus, you know, some of the skill sets that he already has. And then, you know, obviously doing lessons and things of, uh, like that, um, it allows him to, you know, better assist the, the customer, the client, and uh, obviously being able to show the data to them and showing them their video of it and then being able to send a report back to them when they're completed with their session um, is just something that, you know, most of us golfers have never had the opportunity to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And so we, we like the instructional side of it, and the, then we also have that big entertainment factor as well because mm-hmm. you don't have to be a golfer to – I mean, the good thing about it in here is it's not very intimidating. You don't have to worry about hitting a ball in the water. You don't have to walk to your golf ball. You can people watching, staring at you. No hazard zones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can play a round of golf, you know, quite fast. You know, if you're a halfway decent golfer, on average, about 45 minutes to play a round of golf. Um, But then, obviously, you can uh, change some factors in the the setting of the golf course as well. So if you want to add wind and things like that and really kind of – you know, look at like if you're playing St. Andrews, for example, gust up to 25, 30 miles an hour, well, we can simulate that and have the ball move around, which is really neat um, for a lot of us that may not have an opportunity to go play some of these courses. Sure. Well, it's, Top Golf is uh, it's a lot of fun. So you got some good drinks, some good food, and uh, you can kind of let loose and just have a good time. But it sounds like you come here to improve your actual skill level. Uh, and you can also have fun. I saw you have taps up front that uh dispense some uh some pr- probably pretty good beer how many different uh, flavors you got on there so we carry three right now from um one of the local brewers over here over in willow park at park county brewery okay yeah we carry three of his um it kind of revolves what he's doing like right now the one that's seasonal is his peach blonde so it's like park county peaches they make a peach blonde 
So you're keeping it up to date. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. They keep it rolling. So we've usually got a couple lights and then something a little bit heavier. And what was the name of that brewery? Parker County Brewery. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, So uh, how did you guys uh, decide that this was going to be something that you'd set up? You just saw a vacuum in the market or? Well, I mean. Aaron and I were both uh, high school golf coaches. Um, okay. He he was a little bit longer, and then we so our schools played in a lot of tournaments against one another. See our adversaries. We were, yeah, we I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, kind of towards the end, I was wanting to do something different um, than education, and I was thinking about getting out of it. And you know how it always goes; we're just kind of kicking around ideas. And he was like, "Yeah, that would be something really neat to do." And it's just kind of funny how it all came together because he actually had a friend that was uh, had a place that we were going to try to fit in um, because we were just going to really do more of instruction Mm -hmm. with a couple of bays, nothing like what we have now. Um, And we had it all mapped out and planned. And then we met with uh, our Trackman rep and things just kept to evolve and expand and you know, when we went from basically a thousand or twelve hundred square feet to over four thousand square feet, um, adding a putting green that's Again, that's something that we'll probably talk about. But, um, you know, and so I actually quit uh, education a year before he did, and he was kind of going back and forth. And then, you know, as our clientele grew, our memberships started to expand. Uh, He was able to leave his position and come over here full-time as well. And so, you know, we've – I I would like to say that we had it all together at the beginning, but it's definitely been a learning curve. Um, We – we spent late hours here because this is kind of a concept that there's not really an industry out there that you can kind of go like, Oh, I'll do it like they did it, you know? Um, no clear examples. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a lot of trial and error Mm -hmm. and, um, but we feel like we've got it down pretty well now. And, uh, I mean, our memberships are exploding. Our customer base has continued to expand. You know, we're still running into people who don't know that we're around. Um, but you know, that's kind of how we, we came to be got into it. Yeah. Well, um, you're in a great location. You're a little bit hidden off of 20, but you're, you're right off of 20. It's just, you yep. got a few buildings in front of you, but you were telling me earlier, Aaron, that this has been a pretty good location for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we're talking about like concepts and different things like BJ was saying, it's kind of relatively new around here up North. It's a little bit more, um, Europe, Asia, it's huge. And sure. so kind of starting something out and then we started something in a location that's it, okay yeah and then kind of prove a concept there so it makes you feel pretty good that okay we've we've done something in a location that's a little bit off the beaten path not bad we're just not getting that much drive-by traffic sure. people seeing it yeah. so now you know that you know if we went somewhere else that's that's absolutely what we'll be looking for is some more just right in front of you wherever you're at mm-hmm. big populated areas so aaron you you manage uh all the the people that come in and, and look to improve on their technique their stance and yeah mm-hmm. how to so you're the trainer Correct. Uh-huh. Top yeah. to bottom. So I've got, um, so I have certifications through uh, Tideless for the Tideless Performance Institute. So okay. it's kind of like a fitness side of things. And then it's how the body and the swing kind of work together to mm-hmm. make things happen. So we're, like I look at things as there's like a million different ways to swing a golf club, but everybody kind of has one way that's kind of unique to them. And so let's kind of work with that and see how efficient we can make it, whether it's going to be actually doing something with your swing we need to look at video and do that or maybe it's your hips are tight or something and we can loosen those up a little bit so then yeah. that improves your stance and everything else y'all got a track out back 
<laughs> no. <laughs> we do have a gym next door, though. Do you really? Yeah, okay. there's a guy that has a cabinet shop. Oh, different. It's got okay. a gym. Yeah, it's yeah. not ours. Not ours. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, novice all the way up to professional. You get guys in here that are already established golfers, and they come in yeah. to kind of improve on their skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a few mini-tour guys, a couple guys in the PGA Tour, some, like, professional long drive. There's, yeah, and then all the way down to – we just had our summer camp that we had about – Whatever our big day, we had like 22 in here, like six to 13 year olds. So I mean, kids are coming in, people that have never held a golf club before, mm. try to get it in your hands and see what it looks like. That sounds like a rodeo. <laughs> yeah. You just got to steer clear a little bit, make sure you don't get hit by anything. But yeah, it's a little controlled chaos sometimes. <laughs> well, it's good to hear you guys are staying busy, especially with everything that's going on right now. So, um, BJ, you were telling me y'all have an event this weekend. Yeah, so today we're wrapping up. So we do uh, monthly leagues, and so today we'll be wrapping up that league. So uh, our guys, the cool thing about and unique about our leagues is that you can come anytime during the week and play your round. You don't have to show up like on a certain time, certain day. Um, And then what we do is we bring the teams back for a playoff, and then obviously we'll do, like so today we'll do a double elimination bracket um, it's really fun because we get to bring everybody together that you know may have not has seen one another during the week or during the the month of the playoff or the the league. Um, so then they all get to get here and kind of talk some of that trash and, and <laughs> hang out with one another, and it, it's really fun experience. Um, and that's one of the things that we do. We also have a lot of other we we try to do about a weekly event. Mm-hmm. We have a ladies' night. We have a whiskey and wedge. Um, we're doing a Hawaiian day, you know, so we, we've got a lot. And the cool thing about our setup is it allows us to do a lot of different things. Um, and, you know, a lot of times the tour will be playing the same course that we have on here. So mm-hmm. we can do some things interactive with, you know, you're playing with a tour player and those types of things. And so, cool. and then we're expanding, um, so now we're looking at another location and that other location, you can actually be a part of the league, um, you don't have to come to one location. It's all oh, tied okay. together. So, awesome. you know, there's, like I said, there's a lot of events and things that we do. Um, the league is probably our, our most um, popular one yeah. right now. Yeah, that, and the, that whiskey wedge, was, that was a really good one. Yeah, so we partnered up with uh, Acre Distillery. Um, Where are they located? They're in downtown Fort Worth, um, okay. just right by the convention center. That's what, okay. an old keg building or something like mm-hmm. that? And so it went really well. Like um, that was our first one we ever did right before the shutdown. Sure. And um, we bring in uh, one of our um, wedge manufacturers and he kind of does a little demonstration, talks about the wedges and the differences, let people try them out, obviously trying some different whiskey weather um, in here as well. And then we gave away a, a custom fitted wedge at the end of it. I'm going to need to sign up for your email list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whiskey and beer. I mean, yeah, this, I'm in. It helps. It's not too bad. <laughs> and then we just added, uh, going along the event line, we just added a mobile unit mm-hmm. to our repertoire. And, um, How so does that work? So we hired an outside sales rep and uh, director of marketing. And so what it is, is it's basically taking one of our bays right now and bringing it to either a corporate event or your backyard and allowing you to experience um, what you can experience in here. It's like a big air-conditioned trailer? It's like a giant bounce house is what it would be like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like inflatable I mean, it's can- a canopy. It's, I mean, okay. it's massive. Basically the size of this room right here. Cool. But the really neat thing is we can set it up, replicate, like I said, just what you would experience in here, hitting a golf ball you know, on a golf course, playing rounds, but you can do it in your backyard or at a corporate outing. And 
we just did our first one at Parker County Brewery for um, a charity event, and it went really well. We gave away a driver at the end of it, um, you know, and and it's just neat because people haven't been able to see something like that before. I've never seen it. I never heard yeah. of it. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's like he was saying, gives you the same experience out there where you have a screen and the projector and everything done on there, so it's not like. PGA Superstore where you're hitting at a net and you're looking at a TV. It's actually yeah. all interactive happening just the same way it would be in here. Sounds like you guys are innovating quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, yeah, with golf, you know, golf has been around obviously for a long time. And, you know, we're starting to change uh, with the generation change too, like the way golf is kind of viewed and looked, you know, and with technology being advanced so much now, um, and now having access to something that tour players only had access to, you know, that was kind of a, yeah. at beginning that was a little, we had a little bit of a pushback cause people have never really seen that before. They've just mm-hmm. gone to your typical old driving range, hitting golf balls and, you know, for the most part, trying to figure out how they fix it themselves. Right. Um, the really neat thing is to watch people come in here now hit and learn. And it's really neat to see like, the older generation yeah. mm-hmm. because they've never been able to do something like that. The younger generation kind of picks it up quicker. Yeah. Um, but to see that and then to watch somebody, you know, advance with or without lessons, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with lessons, you're probably going to do it at a more rapid pace, but sure. um, there's artificial intelligence in with this technology too. So you can actually come in practice and she watches you and learns your golf swing and then recommends some things that you could fix and then obviously it doesn't go into great detail, yeah. but it gives you kind of a, oh, here's something that I didn't think about. Mm-hmm. And then obviously most of the time that leads to a conversation with Aaron about like, hey, how do I fix something like that? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's crazy. I guess AI is going to be in everything. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> it's hard not to have it. And then, you know, that leads it's me to talk about views. like, yeah, like our putt view. So uh-huh. we, we brought a company in over from Germany. Um, and they actually designed and, and built our putting green and scanned it. And then on the putting surface itself, it actually projects down the image of the ball should travel, your stance, your club path. It'll show you your swing, show you the break That's of wild. the green. So, I mean, you know, putting is not in a very exciting part of the game. Um, it's important, right? But it's one of the very, very Make important. or break you. Yeah. The one club that you probably use on every single hole unless you chip one in. Yeah. Like driver, people have no problem spending $500 on a driver, but then they want to spend 100 bucks or $70 on a putter yeah. that you use every single hole multiple times. Right. Well, I, I, no means am I a golfer. Probably once a year I'll go out and use somebody else's clubs, but mm. – um, I'll, I'll do okay sometimes and, uh, we'll get to the putting side of it and I'll, <laughs> you know, raise my score by six or seven strokes <laughs> yeah. right there in front of the hole. Yep. Yeah. We've seen that <laughs> happen. Seven, 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 it happens right. quite often. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it, so you have a lot of different, uh, subsections of, of what's going on here. If somebody wanted to come in and experience all of it, y'all have like a, a monthly membership that allows them to use all of these, uh, tools or do you just kind of a la carte everything individually uh i mean yeah yeah, our membership structure is set up which for us as a business we did it kind of in the way that we wanted people to enjoy and have an opportunity to experience this and not that you know paying a a country club price or something you know amount Mm -hmm. um and so we, we we've got different membership packages and obviously they grow in um hours that you can use um, based off of how you feel like you're going to be able to use your hours during the week or during the month. Um, 
And so we've got, you know, a small beginner package. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a junior package, and then we have um, our most common would be our Eagle. Yeah. And those people get four hours a month of training, however they want to use that 30-minute hour or multiple hours at one time. And then we have a higher-tier package because we had so many people going over their hours pretty consistently that they yeah. wanted us to offer something with still a deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you've got – any anybody who's a member or anybody that walks in off the street, whenever you have the bay, like you rent this bay, you can whether you want to practice, whether you want to play, you want to do video, you want to send a report, you've got the whole gamut of the trackman, everything that it'll do. So you're not, we're not charging a um, you know a different price to practice as it is a different price to play. If sure. you want a video sent, we got to charge you for it's just you've got the bay for the hour, however long you rent it for, and Bay's yours. We'll show you, you know, how to walk through everything and get you going. Cool. But after that, it's, I mean, it's a 94-year-old member that is able to run the computer. So, yeah. Yeah, he does. He does Pretty user-friendly, right. sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you, once we walk you through it, I mean, obviously, we don't go into great detail about all the things it can do because it can definitely be overwhelming. Yeah. But we watch our members grow with it mm-hmm. and learn, and they go, oh, hey, I forgot I can do this. And we've got two different types of ranges you can do. We've got a test center, a combine. We've got over 70 golf courses, par three all the way up full 18 hole we've got different games to play so there's a lot of different things you can do within the bay time and then obviously we have the putting green you can utilize as well um and so we just watch people do all kinds of things in here you'll the really neat thing is to watch one guy in one bay working really grinding out his game and next to him there's a group of buddies just playing around the golf having a good time you know and so (laughs) and everyone here it, it it's they get along really well you know they feel like, hey, this is uh, something I can definitely utilize. Um, and it's just interesting to watch it all kind of come together. Very cool. It looks like you guys got it figured out. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, got a, we got a good act on in front of us. I mean, because, like, I mean, you saw it when you walked in today with technology – something's always going to for sure do in your so you do you always have to be evolving and learning and the great thing too is like him and i we sit down a lot of times and talk about you know what can we bring to the customer base that golf isn't currently offering sure um and then we have a great relationship with our track man and um you know we bounce a lot of ideas back and forth because again we can be very fluid with the way that our setup is and um so gone, not gone, but the days where you could only do like a an outdoor activity, you know, like we don't have to be controlled by the weather, but right. we can we can replicate a lot of the same things. Yeah. Well, and this is a, a strong golf community. I mean, it's uh, it's it's part of Fort Worth. So yeah, for sure. It's uh, that I would think that there's a strong market for it for. Yeah, I mean, we get, but like you said earlier, we get the the full range of I've never even touched a golf club before to like, hey, I'm a PGA professional. Yeah. Um, but the neat thing is, again, you can watch people use the technology to what is best suited for them. Yeah. You know, and it's not so overwhelming that a newbie can't do it. And it's not, you know, but it is complicated enough that if a PGA professional wants to look at the curvature of their ball, they can see that. And right. um, so, I mean, it's just, I mean, that's why we spent so much money to provide something like that to our clientele. Now, are you guys uh, from the area originally? I know mm-hmm. you said you worked here uh, previously, but. 
Yeah, so I grew up in Alito okay. and then left for a long time, and then now I'm back. Um, and I was coaching at a local high school here um, prior to this. Okay. Yeah. Alito's exploding, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everything pretty much west of 20s and west. like it's, yeah. you know. Alito, like, Brock, all that area is yeah. going up. And I'm, I'm from Weatherford, live over there. Okay. Perfect. Same thing. Coached at a high school over in um, like the Saginaw area. Where's this uh, second location going to be at? Alito. Alito? Yeah, okay. Right by, right by the high school. By uh, the high school, mm-hmm. right there on eleven eighty, like eleven eighty seven, and I mean it's right in front of the high school. Okay, yeah, uh, I know where the middle school is. I guess the uh, the high school is just south of that. High school is closer to thirty. Yeah, yeah, basically two. It's minutes north off. north of the. North oh, of the that's right, school. that's right. Okay, so you've got that big, nice new subdivision, and yep. I don't know what else is over there. I guess there's a an open field for you. Uh, it's going to be an indoor setup like we have now. Well, do they, do they already have like a shopping mall or a strip uh, like this thing? We're going to be partnering with uh, an athletic venue um, that already has a kind of a structure in place for okay. providing workout stuff. So you're not for, having to build your own location? Not at the moment, but that is something that uh, we're actually having a meeting um, coming up um, to talk about a different avenue that we've been looking at going forward with. So, you know... If that comes to light, you know, that's going to be a pretty big expansion for us. Very cool. Um, something that we've talked about, we've wanted to do basically since we've opened the doors here. Um, a lot of things have to fall into place, wow. but if they do, you'll definitely hear 1611's name a little bit yeah. more out there. Awesome. With the uh, the one that you're maybe possibly thinking about building, is it is it going to serve chicken wings? <laughs> It'll probably have definitely your bar food. <laughs> food. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, guys, I know that you have uh, an event to, to get ready, and I, I appreciate your time today. Um, now, I'm going to be putting this out there where people that uh, golf and would be interested in your product would, would see it, and they're probably screaming right now listening to this because I'm not a golfer. Is there any uh, tidbits of information that uh, a golfer might ask if they were sitting here uh, interviewing you guys? Um I mean, we did cover a large portion I mean, the, of the, it. But. I think, the, to me, the biggest thing is just what can I – like, if I am a golfer, like – because we have a lot of guys that are members of other country clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they're lacking is just the ability to obtain the data yeah, for their – and if you just go to a normal driving range, um, you know, there's nothing there telling you, hey, this is what the ball's doing. You're having to completely rely on either your – video that you're trying to take yourself or what your eyes telling you right um and not that you can't learn from that um there's definitely some good things that you can do but you know being coaches we just seen it like the bad habits that most people develop just ingrain and then they just golf balls yeah they're like i just need to pound more golf balls to hit the ball better and they may be actually reinforcing some bad techniques. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and so the, the good thing in here is that you can immediately on the first ball you hit in here, you're going to get data that's going to tell you something, and then you can learn to adjust to that, um, or obviously speak with Aaron about like, hey, what are some tools and and tips and some drills, some things I could do to better yeah. myself. So like your like what you were asking your your golfer. Yeah, we have something for everybody. You know, whether you just want to come grind it out. Or you just want to hang out with your buddies. Sounds like it'd be infinitely more effective on a, a new novice golfer uh, learning fresh yeah, out the gate. It's a very – and, you know, BJ touched on it with kind of how golf is trending and the younger generation things they're doing. Basically, all of your top instructors or golfers, the kids that are coming up, are all starting to learn how to play golf 
and they're using some type of technology like a TrackMan or maybe one of its competitors or something, but they're they're learning right off the bat exactly how it's supposed to be done or how this, you know, to the tenth of a degree yeah. of how things are supposed to be working. Sounds like I need to get me some clubs and get in here and get to work. Yeah, yeah. We still have clubs you can rent. Demos, you can rent demos. <laughs> got demo clubs. Cool. I don't need my own bag. Nope. 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 We can get you all set up. You just, yep. As long as you just walk in, we can get you set up. We can get you rolling. Cool, guys. Well, thank you again. Um, I set my notepad down. Uh, what was the website? 1611? 1611sports.com. Okay. And then social media. Where's the best place for these guys to find information about you on social Face, media? Yeah, Facebook, Facebook? and Instagram. And yeah. 1611? Like, yeah. And YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. we're we're growing our YouTube page. Aaron started doing a video series now. Perfect. Um, some of it has instructional stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of it's just kind of fun and like being able to watch, like talking about the part three Stableford tournament that we have coming up mm-hmm. um, next week or Tuesday. Um, and so you know, but yes, if you want to, you can always go to our website. It has a, a full gamut of lists of. We already have everything that we're going to be doing in July. Okay. Um, and we usually try to keep a month ahead. Um, and then on our social media, we always talk about our events and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and you can register from our website or call and you can get into one of those events. And I would encourage somebody to, whether they get into one of our events or the league or whatever, just, you know, they just they need to come experience it because a lot of times they're hesitant and reluctant just because it's indoor and that kind of sometimes that's not what goes with golf. Right. Um, but I can't tell you how many times we've heard somebody be like, Oh, I thought this was more of like top golf or more of this like PGA and, superstore hitting into a net. This or is something. nothing like right. what I anticipated or yeah. expected to see. Yeah. You notice that a lot in just about every market. If people can't fit it into a pre-established like box, it's hard for them to wrap their heads around yeah. it. So they probably just need to come out here, poke their head in the door and talk to somebody, just check it out. Absolutely. Anybody yeah. can always stop in and whether him and I are here or one of our employees, they're, Everybody's always willing to walk you around, show you around, show you what everything we got. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, I won't take up any more of your time. Um, check these guys out. Uh, website one more time. 1611sports.com. Very cool. All right, BJ, Aaron, thanks, guys. Fort yeah, Worth uh, Roots listeners, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Wait a minute. Wait. I told you we were going to read comments off at the end of the episode. Where do you think you're going? Nowhere. That's where. What'd you do? Did you skip past the ads? This is a total surprise to you, isn't it? You can't skip the ads. It's part of the show. Anyway, I've been telling you guys we were going to read off these comments since the beginning. But the problem is, there were no comments. So now that we have some, a few, I can read them off. And I'm happy to do so. If you guys go to any of our platforms, if there's an option to leave a comment, would you do it? It doesn't even have to be about the show. You could tell me about your uh, pet chicken Fred or your new hobby underwater basket weaving. I don't care. Just say something. That way I can read it off at the end of the show. Or this is a cool idea that somebody else put out that I really like. You can record your voice like you would a voicemail, say something about the show, and you can email it to me at media at fortworthroots.com as a uh, MP3 file, and I can upload that and literally put your voice on the end of one of these podcasts where I read off the comments and all that stuff. That would be cool. You can do that. Simple. There's a record function on every one of these cell phones. Take a quick little recording. Make sure it's MP3 format. And then, uh, which it should be already. And then you can just email it to me. Media at FortWorthRoots.com 
I promise you I'll use it. Unless you say something crazy. Don't be mean. Don't say nasty stuff. I mean, it can be kind of nasty. Just not real nasty. You know, use your best judgment. Anyway, Apple Podcast. Pete1607. This is Lucas Peterson. Lucas Peterson is the host of Horrorful Podcast, which is a light, fun, entertaining, gory, gruesome, going to give you nightmares kind of podcast. And then uh, he also has Just Sway. That's a more personalized uh, experience with Lucas Peterson. And um, I like that one a lot. I like both of them. But you need to check them out. Anyway, Pete1607 says, Fort Worth Roots is the kind of show you want to listen to because it's connecting us all in this together. Andrew does a fantastic job of showcasing people of all different backgrounds and highlighting their stories. And we need that so badly right now. Highly recommend two exclamation marks. Leon Daniels and five stars also from uh, Pete1607. Leon Daniel says, in a world where everyone wants to be a podcaster, Fort Worth Roots stands head and shoulders above the rest. Andrew is a creative genius. I'm not making this up. You can go look at these yourself. Bringing you an electric group of interviews sure to keep you laughing, informed, and entertained. Now, he only left one exclamation mark, but five stars. So, I'm going to, yeah, upvote this one. That's a good one. Thank you, LJ. Thank you, Pete, 1607, Mr. Peterson. Uh, Moving on over here to the YouTube channel. Mr. Robert Jackson commented on, oh, by the way, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, Just go to YouTube and type in Fort Worth Roots. Comes right up. Uh, Robert Jackson's commenting on episode 12 with Ruby Weston. If y'all haven't checked out that episode, Ruby Weston is, uh, uh, let's see here. She is an opera singer turned jazz. And uh, recently she's been singing at uh, long-term care facilities for the residents. You know, and we talked about this in length on episode 12, but these uh, elderly people stuck in these long-term care facilities, they have nowhere to go. And then here comes uh, coronavirus, and now nobody, nobody, including people like Ruby, who go to these facilities and entertain them, they can't go there now. So those people are just stuck. Um Anyway, that's just one of the things we cover uh, because, you know, it's very important to Ruby and um, she wanted to kind of highlight that and I'm super glad she did. We also covered uh, the Jaws series, which uh, is probably my favorite part of that episode. We talk a lot about Jaws. Um, if you haven't seen Jaws 1 in a while, you should go back and check that out. It stands up, bro. Not the shark. The animatronic shark is uh, it's janky as hell. Anyway, Robert Jackson gave us two EmojiCon Thumbs up. Thanks, Robert Jackson. You the best, man. Uh, Clarissa M. commenting on episode one uh, with Grant Peterson and Dianella Martin. That episode was pretty much just... Let me clear my throat. (coughs) That episode was just getting everybody ready for the the launch. Um, Episode one was actually recorded at the end of the 10-part series, so they were actually recording number 10, but... From the very beginning, I wanted them to do episode one with me. They were very busy. They had lots going on. So it had to wait. But we did. We tucked that on to the uh, first episode. It's great. Clarissa M., she says, they do sell alcohol at Six Flags now. Still not sure if that's a great combo. And then cryy, laughy, sideways-faced emoji con. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
getting loaded on really expensive light beer and then riding roller coasters all day. That doesn't sound like a terrible time. I've, I've done worse. Um, Clarissa, thank you for your contribution there a week ago to uh, episode one. Moving on to Nowhere to Go But Up. This gentleman has a podcast. I believe he's out of... Uh, I believe he's out of California. Uh, Nowhere to go but up podcast. And uh, he says, good show, brother. Not too bad for your third time recording. This one caught my attention because it was a nurse in one of the hot spots. Good job with the questions. If y'all have not checked out episode three, it's probably one of the most informationally awesome uh, episodes that we did. Uh, Ashley Meyer is a RN and she went with a 5,000-person team of nurses to uh, New York, right? Whenever it was, man, it was bad. COVID was just ripping that city apart. Um, so she went. She volunteered to go to this place. And um, she, knowing that she was going to be helping people with coronavirus. So, you know, while the rest of us are trying to figure out what coronavirus is and how much danger we're in, Ashley just goes running into it uh, to help people, which, wow, it's, uh, it's a good thing we got people like that. That's all I can say. So, anyway, that's a very interesting episode. Y'all should uh, go check that out. And then uh, Nowhere to Go But Up, I'll give that gentleman a shout-out for his show. They uh, what, What's the show about? The show is about um, people that hit rock bottom and then built themselves back up, um, turning a frown upside down. The host of the show... Uh, went through some pretty pretty hard times in life, and um, he uh, reaches out to other people that have also been in uh, bad situations and then rebuilt their life on top of it. So um, interesting uh, pretense for a show, and uh, he does a good job of hosting it. Nowhere to go but up, and I can't remember what all platforms he's on, but he's out there. All right, man, that's all the comments. Do me a favor. If you're on any platform and you see an option to leave us uh, a comment, would you please? It doesn't have to be even about the show. It can be about your little chicken, uh, Frank. Uh, did I already say that? I've done several recordings. That didn't even make sense. Your little chicken, Frank. What does that mean? That's a brain aneurysm forming right there. I need to stop talking. Okay, look, we did the, the comments. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I want to read more comments. So... I can't even remember if I told you that you could leave me a voicemail. Was that this recording? I did like eight of these, maybe more. I need a nap. In case I didn't say it, you can take an MP3 file and send it to me through an email, and I'll put it on the show, as long as it's not too terrible, as long as you're not being too nasty, too obscene. I can put it on one of these. Uh, the comment reads, you know, like, hey, we got a voicemail from Cody Halford, Nabilene, Texas. There you are, Cody. Yeah, that's right. I used your name, and I told him where you live. Abilene, Texas. You can do like a, uh, a voicemail with uh, the voice recorder on your phone. Just talk about whatever. And as long as it's somehow, some way, kind of about Fort Worth Roots, I'll think about putting it on there. That's it, guys. We read the comments, and uh, you've probably got something you should be doing right now, so... Go, go do that, and then come back and listen to more. Thank you so much for being here. I mean that. Um, I'm going to keep doing this regardless, but it makes it more fun when there's people listening. 
So thank you. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.